The following segment is from the off-day debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. There are five dysfunctional situations that I have power ranked in terms of how much they impact the team this season and how much they impact the team going forward. Number two takes us to the New Orleans Saints and Michael Thomas. This thing just seems to keep getting worse and worse. It was one thing when Michael Thomas got injured last year. That was terrible. And then, okay, he's going to have to have surgery. Great, he has the surgery. And then all of a sudden, like, randomly a couple weeks ago, we find out, oh, yeah, Michael Thomas just had another surgery and he's going to miss half the year. And it's like, wait a minute, what? And I couldn't understand why he would have possibly waited so long to have the surgery. And now we find out that basically the saints are wondering the same damn thing. And the reports came out this week that they had tried to check in with him and figure out, you know, did he have the surgery? Was he going to need the surgery? And he was just blowing them off apparently. And then Thomas fights back. He tweets out that they, the team is trashing his reputation and he's saving theirs by not sharing his side of the story. Every time we get an update, BOG, it gets worse for the Saints. It's a weird story to follow. It's actually handy that uh, James Dater from SBNation.com uh, wrote an article about this called Michael Thomas's Rift with the Saints Explained. Uh, so I'd advise everyone to check that out to kind of see all of like the recap of this and kind of like, wait, what's going on here? Like, what? Where, does, where do things stand? I actually had to read that myself because I'm like, what? what is going on here? I saw this weird stuff. I saw the tweet. Um, like you said, they try to damage your reputation. You save theirs by not telling their, your side of the story. Uh, the subtweeting is never great when that's happening. Stats <laughs> have been there before. It's not something you want to do. There's no winners in that scenario. So it's really strange. Uh, it's chaotic. I saw in uh, the from Albert Breer, I believe, in the Monday afternoon quarterback that uh, he said he thinks the Saints could trade Michael Thomas. So uh, it, it seems like a weird dynamic right now. It doesn't feel like everything is kumbaya. And the Saints vibe as a whole, which I'm sure you're just torn up about stats, is kind of <laughs> weird. Um, Patrick Robinson just retired today. Shout out to Eagles uh, NFC Championship game legend, Super Bowl season legend. <laughs> but he's walking away. You're seeing these these clips or this clip of Jameis Winston running through that drill uh, where all the players are running through it normally, like all the, the tackling dummy arm things. And then Jameis Winston is like like fumbling his way through it. Um, so just not, not great vibes coming out of New Orleans right now. And I don't understand why Thomas would have a rift with the Saints. Like he he was like their whole wide receiver core. They fed him like you wouldn't believe. I mean, God, Drew Brees, every time he dropped back to pass was seemingly hitting Michael Thomas. And you would think that the Saints would want to do everything possible to get things right with him going into a season for the first time in 15 years, basically, where they had quarterback uncertainty. There's no depth behind Michael Thomas. Like, look at the Saints' other wide receivers. Who's mm. their wide receiver number two? I mean, they're signing... Chris Hogan out of the friggin' lacrosse yeah. league to come and be on their team. They really need Michael Thomas to contribute, and it, it is just completely falling apart. And I agree with uh, the article that a, a Michael Thomas trade wouldn't stun me at all at this point. Yeah, other elsewise at wide receiver, you're looking at like Traquan Smith, Deontay Harris, Marquez Callaway. Um, yeah. You know, not what not, not, Jawan Johnson, little Jordan Humphrey, Tommy Lee Lewis, like I, are some of these real people. I don't know. Um, <laughs> like these names could be made up for all I know. I'm looking at our lads right now. Uh, yeah. So not great. One of the things I think the issue could be here stats is that 
Michael Thomas might be a little bit too much of like the I'm arrived kind of guy. And now in fairness, he did and he has arrived and he has been really good. So he's earned some of that. But I think the team might not feel the exact way where he can just walk on water and do whatever he wants, clearly. And especially coming to off of a weird circumstance last year where the production just wasn't there. So I think, you know, there's maybe some kind of mixed feelings about that. Maybe the team or clearly the team doesn't maybe seem to kind of value him, not just financially, but just like like everything that's going on with them uh, or just kind of just feels like maybe they're tired of his stuff. And, you know, just don't want to put up with this or are kind of frustrated with things that are going on. It's definitely weird. There's something weird going on. And I almost wonder if Taysom Hill might be a victim of his own versatility in this. Like maybe Jameis Winston has to win the quarterback competition there because they got to start Hill at wide receiver. Like they really do not have anybody that scares you as a defensive coordinator without Michael Thomas there. Uh, at wide receiver. Now, I know Alvin Kamara is going to catch a million passes, but like you got to have more than that. And it's Jameis can't line up as a wide out. So maybe you're almost forced to say, all right, Jameis, you play quarterback and taste them. We're going to, you know, start you a wide receiver, put you in the backfield and just kind of use you that way. One thing I think about the Saints is that I don't love how this year is being framed by them for them. And what I mean by that is like, this doesn't from the outside looking in, this doesn't seem to be like the Saints saying, you know what guys, like we went all in on Drew Brees and we might kind of have to take a step back this year now because we went all in and that's the, that's the cost of doing business. But you know, we're going to take this year, we're going to transition into a great season in 2022 and we're going to, you know, build things up and everything's going to be great. Then that might be what they're planning to do. But like from my, again, my perspective, like I'm not really seeing that communicated the, the kind of the company line, the message I'm seeing is like, Hey, Drew Brees isn't here anymore, but Sean Payton is so much of a genius that it doesn't matter who we have and we're going to make it work anyway. And I just don't, I don't think that, that's like the the right message to be sending. Absolutely agree. And I know that they have a great roster. Everyone loves to talk up their roster. But I, I just I'm surprised that more people just aren't looking at the Saints and being like, yeah, you know what? That's a six, seven win team. Because to me, that's what it looks like. It seems pretty obvious. But you're right. It is not being framed that way at all. They go Green Bay at Carolina, at New England, New York and Washington before their week six bye. I, I just I don't see how it's going to be good in New Orleans. The thing with Michael Thomas is unraveling. He doesn't strike me, at least with the way things are. Like, is he going to be breaking down the door to come back to play for this team, especially if they, you know, struggle out of the gates? It, it, there's bad gumbo in New Orleans right now. Bad gumbo. <laughs> you like what Very I did nice. there? You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.